I can't hear shit. There we go. Okay. I'm going to stop it since we were talking over it. And I'm going to start it again because the thing came loose. Okay. Starting it. Now. I came loose on your mom's pussy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to yet another futile episode full of gripes of your favorite fucking podcast in the goddamn universe, none other than Futile Gripes. So, how's it going? It's going. That's good. It's better, it's better that it be going than that it be stopped if you if you know what i mean do you know what i mean mm, stopping to check your phone while you're uh, speaking in tongues to the lord yes now i'm sure uh, all of you out there who have any degree of internet access have already seen this gem but uh this is straight from twitter uh let's see we have pastor Perry Stone. I don't know much about this guy other than he is seemingly pretty much your typical evangelical fraud. Uh, looks like he preaches down out of Tennessee. And oh, that's how you he, know right there. He really, really uh, believes firmly in the Lord. And uh, everyone who's seen this video, all 2.4 plus million... Uh, know this man's true convictions. So let's listen to this now. Uh, this is him speaking in tongues and praying. Or, um, you know, since you can't see the video, like maybe, I don't know, just like orgasming really, really like By the blood of the Lamb, weakling. by the blood of the Lamb, God. I pray, I pray, I pray, I pray. Healing, healing, healing. I pray, I pray, I pray. Deliverance, pray, deliverance, pray, deliverance, deliverance, deliverance. He's now yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. He is sort of yes, typing. Yes, Lord. Yes, he said it back there. Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. We're just going to play this video like karabamandaridiasa. Yes, Lord, have your way, have your way, have your way, have your way. Uh, I can edit this. Uh, yeah, this is where he's, he's orgasmed. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, he's, he's got a little bit more. For those who can't see, he has picked his phone back up. Hold to play that back. He talked over the part where he, like, fucking... Oh, 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 oh. Go back, like, no, not that far. doing all this like i'll just do a little spray let me like just a little finish over the wood yeah i see that i see a tattooed hand leaning in with a he's literally looking at his phone this, this entire i guess god's like giving him the script over the phone like it's, it's he's actually holding like the holy grail in his phone in his hand Hallelujah, right now. Yeah, I, I believe I also see a bottle of beer. Touch this, touch this right now. Touch this situation by the power of God. Touch this situation by the power of the Holy Ghost. 
by the anointing, by the anointing, by the anointing, by the anointing. Oh, I guess it would make sense if he's doing the anointing, the anointing, the anointing. For him to have olive oil. Well, that was special. Uh, man, anyone who believes this shit sure is a fucktard. But uh, seriously though, I think even actual like evangelical Christians are calling this guy out for being a total fraud because he was fucking dumb enough to do that on stage. The, well, the sad part is it was it like this the speaking in tongues part isn't even what did it, that, which is no I that's mean, standard. If you're it's rational, going, if you're rational, uh, that, that would be enough right there. But no, it's because he. Like, pull out his phone like a millennial, like a dirty, filthy, liberal millennial just living on your phone. And this dude's not young. He looks like Bill Langvall, so I mean... Yeah, he does, actually. Like, oddly close to Bill Langvall. <laughs> yeah, freakishly so. In fact, maybe Bill Langvall is just playing a character of some kind and really getting one over mm. on us right now at the end at the end of this entire rant he says, there's your sign hey burp burp <laughs> yep it turns out your sign was uh uh fucking fraud that's a sign now it's a sign that perry stone should be forced to carry around his neck like a fucking uh cash for gold sign waving dude whatever you call them Also, why is this motherfucker, like, got his... When he doesn't have his hand on his phone, he's got his, like, hand shoved... Like, he, right now he looks like he's having a fucking heart attack. <laughs> yeah, like, he's, he's got, got his, his hand shoved tightly into his armpit. Like, kind of like Molly Shannon. with his eyes. Yeah, like, he's about to whip it out and sniff it. Like... Yep. He's, uh... God, imagine the things that man has done. I'd, I'd rather not. It'd probably get me <laughs> thrown in jail. <laughs> yeah, exactly. God, he's done some freaky fucking shit. You can just tell from looking at this. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's probably checking his child porn on his fucking phone. Or some 13-year-old he's messaging. Yeah, it's he's probably like Alex Jones. Like, if you got a quick picture of that phone, you'd see, like, you know, horny T-babe no, going to town. God, God's using me as a vessel to save these people. That's why I'm. That's why I'm, I'm talking to them. That's why I'm. <laughs> I would say that he has an Ashley Madison account, but not only is that already like ancient, but does Ashley Madison even still exist anymore? I, I think it might actually. No, uh, he's, I'm gonna check. He's he's gonna like use uh he's either gonna find like dick pics and shit that he sent to like little girls, and he's gonna pull out like a well they were lesbians and I was trying to save them from being gay by turning them straight again by sending them pictures of my old saggy balls and oh Ashley Madison hairy gray hairy shaft <laughs> it, it certainly still exists and in fact is. Uh, Ashley Madison or the Ashley Madison Agency is a Canadian online dating service and social networking service. Social networking. Yeah, you know, I'm here to meet some, uh, prof you know, professional colleagues. Bored men and lonely housewives is literally the first line. Like, life is short, have an affair. Didn't they prove that there were like 30 million men and like six women on there or something? I, I don't know. Yeah. so fucking ridiculous yeah it, 
at the very least, he has an Ashley Madison account just from looking at him, and if if not more, you know, because I don't I don't know if you can do gay. Uh, I, I don't know. That implies there. that he's interested in meeting grown women. This guy looks like he's definitely uh, going for the uh, less uh, lesser, uh, more more um, the riper women. <laughs> yeah, it's always something about the hair. That hair, the buttoned-up shirt, the just the real just tight like just he looks greasy and he's not relaxed he's just sitting there fucking he looks kind of greasy looks kind of sweaty not a healthy looking dude and he's sure a pre- and, and he's a preacher and he's a preacher which you know is a is an optimum position if you want to take advantage of like vulnerable young people I feel like all these evangelicals are always just like having like rampant secret gay sex and, uh, you know, just fucking doing meth and just basically just going nuts, going to town because, you know, they've, we've got no shame basically is really the, the long and short of it. Yeah. I was, I was talking to somebody, uh, here in our, uh, great city that we live in recently and the person was uh she was like involved with a concert venue and i was telling talking to her about a a story i heard about a guy who was in charge uh, in charge of booking concerts at this venue and i guess he was like purposely booking bands that knew would attract like younger women and individuals that he could take advantage of and uh she uh, she told me that she actually, like, later on, when I told the whole story, because I couldn't remember exactly every detail, but when he ended up getting caught, because, like, he, some of the women, like, came out as that he tried to, like, rape them or some shit or do some weird shit, and, uh, it turned, and it turns out that the woman I was talking to said that she knew him and that he, before that, he was a, uh, like, a youth pasture leader type position, so it's, like, just these weird... Like, it's funny, the contrast, I just thought it was funny, the contrast between the two, how each of those positions, like, they purposely choose these jobs or positions where they can, like, lure in and take advantage of young, vulnerable women, i.e. scheduling, like, booking concerts, or being a fucking youth pastor, or scout leader, or some shit like that, all those positions or like all of them like or a catholic priest all of them fucking lure in weird pedophile types which is why i think in those type of positions where you have like young vulnerable people that aren't fully formed you should there should be like extra fucking screening when it comes to that shit well, i mean you, that that is why they're called predators after all it's because yeah, they're you, good you at putting themselves you shouldn't in- just let anybody like any parent or any adult like oh he's volunteering to help the kids after school like no 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 why is he volunteering for that like most people don't want to fucking do that shit now you know uh especially for free now you know speaking of uh creepy old men with bad hairdos, um, there is a certain old man with a bad hairdo who's been accused of quite a few, uh, pedophile-like things. Yeah, sexual malfeasances, if you will. Um, but then again, you know, there's a lot of you know creepy old men around like that, and uh, there's one in particular. Um, creepy greasy headed old dude with uh, a history of creepy behavior 
who is uh, facing calls for impeachment. And, uh, and that dude is not Mitt Romney. No. <laughs> well, the, um, the, I was going to say uh, that that man is, in fact, Mitt Romney because uh, Donald Trump calls for Mitt Romney's impeachment. Yep. On the grounds of um, he's a big, fat uh, meanie and um, he's uh, he and he doesn't like him. And oh, yeah. And he's uh, he, and of course, the real reason he's uh, he's unpopular right now in Utah, which is beyond me. I don't know how the fuck you become unpopular as a Republican, Republican Mormon in the state of Utah. But I mean, that right there in and of itself is an accomplishment, I think. <clears throat> uh, I don't think he's upholding the you know, perfect, sterile Mormon beliefs that he was elected to uphold. Um, because, you know, uh, Mormons get a lot of shit, but, and they, they deserve a lot of shit too, like Scientologists, but um, they don't like Trump by and large. Even though Trump did win Utah, it was actually very close. That McMullen it, dude it, actually gave him a run for his money. It's it's funny actually because he's uh, he's unpopular in Utah, but at the same time he's unpopular with Trump, and it's both for opposite reasons. Why Trump doesn't like him because quote unquote he's plain he's a I don't know he's a I can't remember what he he's a dumb dumb stupid head basically. <laughs> He probably actually used that exact those exact words, <laughs> but he's a he's a dumb dumb stupid head poopy face that uh that's playing right into the hands of the Democrats and then the and then the fucking Utahns don't like him because uh, they think he's been uh, too been too friendly toward Trump. I do gotta say though, this whole like uh, projection thing is really starting to fuck it like. I mean, I get that it's a cult of personality and that his supporters will just literally just do whatever he tells them to because they're fucking idiots. But, uh, you know, how how many times can he literally just say, impeach me, impeach you, you know, like, just accuse everyone else of doing what you're doing just over and over again, constant gaslighting, you know, at some point, you know, even these spineless ass fucking repugnicants have to fucking look down and fucking. Which at this point, I actually like. I have a theory that Trump legitimately has no spine. I mean, have you seen the guy stand, or at least try to stand? Like the, I'm sure. Oh, you may have heard the the comparison by now or not. He looks like a fucking like centaur without the back legs. Like his back is arched forward so much. Like I have no idea how this guy holds yeah. his center of gravity. We're uh, <laughs> we're looking now at this picture of Trump sitting next to uh, President Zelensky. You you could probably set a small child on the arch of his back and and let them ride let them ride Trump like that's how much much it curves. <laughs> it's like there are no straight lines anywhere on his body. Yeah, it, you know what it is? It's kind of like a like the Tauntauns from Star Wars. You know the thing that Luke's riding like yes. it only has two legs. Like it is. <laughs> uh, don't doesn't Han Solo cut one of those yeah, open? Cut, I know it smells bad, but it'll keep you warm. <laughs> Man, the metaphor just keeps getting more and more true. Yeah, if only if only Trump wasn't already dead inside, it would probably actually like sap heat from you. Why do you think he smells so bad? Yeah, 
um, because um, hamburgers. We're looking at this photo because this is part of our other Trump story. This one appears to still be pretty much breaking. A second whistleblower has now come forward, confirming the first whistleblower basically to the uh, to the IG. The ICIG. So and can I just say that's this the, is that's the, the intelligence community inspector general for the listeners out there. Yeah, and can I just say this is the like dumbest, most boring, like fucking corruption impeachment like proceedings ever. Like this is like the dumbest fucking thing to get caught on, and it's so boring. It's not even the only entertaining part about this whole thing is like. Watching Trump freak out because he most obvious this is like this is the he most obviously blew like this whole fucking this whole situation like he he fucked this up more than anything out of every like the simplest thing he could have done right like he he fucked it up in the worst way like this it's it's a such a dumb thing to get caught on and ugh, well that's God. what happens when you don't punish a child that keeps breaking the same rule over and over again, and they just learn that they can do it repeatedly without any consequences, they'll keep doing it more and more brazenly until you get to the point where you have a four-year-old yeah, I, who I, goes and reaches <clears throat> right in the cookie dish and looks you in the face and says, Fuck you, Dad! I, I legitimately, at this point, I legitimately think that he he thought what he was doing wasn't illegal. Like, he just, like, well, this is something that I would do, so why is it illegal? Like, well, why is it illegal to ask for a foreign country to to investigate a, a politician of the country I'm living in. Like, I don't think he gives a fuck if it's legal or not. I, don't, I, I mean, I think he knows it's is, probably not legal. I, no, I, the thing is, I think if he thought it was illegal, he would have, like, actually been a little bit more subtle about it. Like, because, I mean, he there's no way he didn't think that what he was doing with Russia was illegal. Like, he fucking knew that shit. I think he legitimately they thought... They went to great lengths to hide it. Yeah, I think he legit... And this, too. This was hidden on fucking, you know, computers that were had, like, top-secret classification and shit. Like, Department of Homeland Security, com like, computers. They These, these fucking uh, transcripts, non-verbatim transcripts th that got released uh, last week or whenever... Um, they were literally never meant to see the light of day other than for this whistleblower complaint. And so now that we've got a second one, you know, it really, uh, makes you wonder what the fuck else might come out of this because like, what if there's actually a verbatim transcript or even more juicily to consider a recording? Yeah, I don't know. I... I don't really care too much about this whole fucking thing. It's, well, that's it's the thing. So it, this, it's just... He's doing the same thing again. It's just like it's just like on on repeat, except this time it's Ukraine instead of Russia. Yep. And then he also uh, asked China for help too. I just I can only hope that uh, the Democrats don't fuck it up this time. And I don't know. I who knows if it's even I don't know. This might actually make it into the Senate because it's like run it's been ran through the fucking mud oh, so much. Oh, it will. It will make it to the Senate because Yeah, but make it pass like into it, not to it, but into the Senate because as in like McConnell's not going to fucking cock He can't. It. If 
constitutionally, if this makes it to the Senate, there's actually like a like a, a time limit on how slowly they can they can consider it. I think they have like maybe four days to a week. I read somewhere, but this mm. is actually something where uh, Mitch McConnell does not have the power to stymie it up, and uh, in fact. Because his position as majority leader, technically it's an evolved position, not one that's like officially spelled out in any law or document anywhere. Um, he doesn't have any formal part in an impeachment trial. Uh, Chief Justice John Roberts would be the uh, presiding judge in the trial, and the jury would be the entire Senate voting you know, and, and uh, you need to have so, 67 so for a So Kavanaugh and Gorsuch wouldn't be involved, really? No, not at all. Good. Because I... Gorsuch might, but I know Kavanaugh is a fucking lapdog completely. So... Well, it pr- the Senate pretty much conducts a trial. Yeah. I, th- I, th- I mean, as much as I fucking hate uh, John Roberts as being like a wishy-washy, mediocre, fucking radlib piece of shit... Well, he claims to care so much about the, uh, the uh, you know, sacred institution but, uh, of the Supreme I, Court, I've, but I've, he I've, sure I've, makes a lot of shitty rulings. Yeah, I have confidence, though, he'll rule uh, in favor of uh, impeachment when it comes to this, though. He's, uh, he's, not, he's, not, he's not insane like uh, some of them. He's just a fucking asshole. I mean, I don't know. His, his voting record certainly isn't uh, the most stellar. That doesn't mean he's insane. It just means he's corrupt. But uh, he's uh, 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 enough to where I feel like he'll vote for impeachment. Or at least rule uh, fairly. Well, I mean... In that... Fairly, in quote-unquote, in this case. Well, I mean, it's the simple... It's a vote. Like, the senators vote to convict. Yeah. John Roberts is just there to oversee, like, the process. Oh, so he can't... Ha- he doesn't actually have any decision-making? Or he doesn't do no. anything, really? Just watches <laughs> he does what a judge does judges don't convict you unless you ask for a bench trial they can make fucking rulings though yes but first a jury has to convict you and if you're not convicted by a two-thirds majority vote of the senate then you're home well, that's free. what i was saying if it's because it, if it's taken to like a supreme court case then they have they have a like a lot of big sway over what happens the actual judges make the decision yeah but though well th- that's because they're doing judicial review yeah so which that's is what different the, from that's what, that's what i was trial. hinting at with him, ma- him making the decision I, I don't even know if there are any cases where a criminal trial is ever taken straight to the Supreme Court for them to rule on. I, I don't think they do that. They only rule on the merits of prior cases. They'd send it back to a lower court. Yeah, but this wasn't the whole Supreme Court, though. It's just John Roberts. That's why I was saying if he actually had... Just John Roberts presiding. Yeah, that's why, that's why I was curious if he was actually going to make a decision or if he's just, like overseeing the whole thing just literally overseeing and having have no power on what the outcome will be and i'm looking uh back over this there's any new information but there's not about the second whistleblower so 
we will have much more boring information. Hold on. I, I just I just got a, a notified of a tweet by uh, Ryan Fournier, or Fournier. I, I don't know how to pronounce the last name. Biden's done. Bernie's done. Beto's done. Pete's done. Kamala's done. Warren will be the next nominee, and she has big tech running scared. Some hot takes from a retard. Well, um, I don't know. I thought I saw a pack of Trump tards that had uh, Liz Warren running scared. Yeah. I don't think she's uh, she's got the nomination set. No, I mean literally. Did you people. see the? the... Yeah, well, yeah. We, I, we both saw the video, Todd. I was asking rhetorically. I would uh, play it, but you know, for our audio only listeners, that would just be basically crowd noise and a bunch of idiots chanting dumbass. Pocahontas. Pocahontas. Yeah, they basically just... don't impeach. Don't impeach. Yeah, you can look it up for yourself if you want, but they literally just chased her fucking out of the airport. Good thing she's pretty fast anyway, but... In fact, didn't they have I mean, like, she, news articles about that? She wasn't really even running. She was, like, at most light jogging or walking fast. Like, well, <laughs> the, what, what amazed me was how long it took for security to get around her because there was some dipshit that was, like, following her around with a Trump sign that was like, sh like right, literally right in her face. This is a woman. This is someone who c could very well become the next president of the United States. I know they could have killed her. Like, I mean, to be fair, comical they, ease. Yeah, to be fair, they were inside an airport, so I guess that kind of like implies they they had to go through some form of security, but still. I don't know, it was at the front of the airport, though, so you don't really, there's no metal detectors or shit if it was, like, just at the meeting gate or something like that, or at the entrance. Either way, though, I don't think she has, uh, I don't think the nomination is as guaranteed as a lot of people are saying for her. There's still a lot of time before the primaries, and, uh, she still has a lot of time to, uh, fuck up, which she has in the past. Well, and I think Bernie can uh, come back from uh, the heart surgery thing. And I think he's actually gotten a lot of sympathy for it as well. Well, I am making uh, Liz Warren's little slogan in my mind, reform over revolution, because that's you know very much what she represents. Very much a reformist. Yeah, wishy-washy. I'm going to keep hammering that nail. But mashed potatoes without butter, sour cream, reform over revolution. <laughs> but this heart attack, Bernie's heart attack, it does have me concerned. Calling it a heart attack is a stretch. Well, it is what it is. He, he had a heart attack. If it weren't for the miracle of modern medicine being there to basically prevent it from going any further than it did, he would probably have died. I don't know about that. I mean, eventually, but it, it just, it would have, it would have been like, you know, a slower death, but it, it never even really made it to the stage of a heart attack, though. No, but, I mean. 
And calling it that's just sensationalism, and it's only feeding into that narrative. You're hurting the credit. The narrative's already reputation. been fed into. That's the problem. Yeah, but they even they, even then they, even then they didn't call it a heart attack. That's why I feel like the, this I mean, is a bad if the, thing. If the Washington Post didn't call it a heart attack, then I think it's safe to no, not call it a heart attack. No, they've since called it a heart attack. When? Look it up. His doctors released a public statement saying that he did, in fact, have a myocardial infarction. I haven't seen anything of this. Yeah, see, he had a heart attack, and he's still in the hospital, I believe. Or no, actually, I, no, I, he's I, did, not. I did. No, I'm wrong. We just I'm fucking wrong. watched a Chaco yeah, video saw, with him in it. I saw. No, that was recorded two weeks ago. That was that was actually recorded before the heart attack. Oh. But I did see video of him going home, and he yelled to some reporters that he was feeling better out of the car. So hopefully he is. Um, you know, whether it be because of actual health problems or because of just pure, I guess, ageism and just public perception, I feel like either way this is going to be very bad for his campaign, which was already starting to sort of, you know flag a little bit and uh you know it worries me on that front oh ye of little faith uh i don't know if you've looked around at who wins elections in this country usually but yeah i don't feel like i have much cause for uh faith and you're feeding you're you're doing exactly what they want you to though well i'm afraid now oh i guess uh, i guess i might as well just give in I, oh, now, wait, I didn't say that. I didn't say I was, like, going to not yeah, vote for Bernie. I just said I think that this is going to cause people to You're feeding the negativity. You already made a post about it. Yeah, I personally think only, this Which is, is going to just convince more people to lose hope. Oh, my God. There's that burning liberal idealism. What? Lose hope. Yeah, it, it it demoralizes people when you post stuff like that. That's what happens. Well, heart attacks are very demoralizing events when they happen, as they should be, because they're major. Yep, and they want you. And, and you know what? The Washington Post wants you to spread stuff like that. You're doing you're doing their work for him, Todd. Oh, I'm doing. I'm doing Jeff Bezos' work yep. for him. Yep, because he doesn't want Sanders to get elected. I think that's pretty obvious. Look, I mean, the man just had Look, a heart attack. I mean, he had a heart attack, and if I spread the narrative for him, then, you know, that's just what happens. You know, the narrative's already out there, man. Yeah, it's already out there. Sadly, True. futile gripes are not the, it's not the first podcast to cover this story. We didn't get to it first, so we don't get to set the narrative. And, and there's uh, still three whole months, though, guys. Yeah, three but, months before it even starts. But I'm talking strategery. I'm talking <laughs> nuclear. But no, I'm, I'm talking, you know, strategically. And I'm talking, you know, about realistically, st you know, statistically. I think you underestimate how short-term the American fucking electorate's mind is. If he comes out of this and he's like really feeling a lot better and super energized, yep, I'm going to remind you of how negative you were, by the way, during this whole thing. I'm going to remind but he was you already every slipping fucking in the polls. every day. He was already slipping, which are biased against him. Ageism 
was already a factor, and now you have a stereotypical old man so disease. So quick. To and go it comes to go right on the negative heels. mindset. It comes right on the heels of strike number one, which is the band-aid forehead that lasted like three months. That shouldn't have been on there that, that uh, long. That uh, I haven't heard about and no one cares about, yeah. No, you heard about it when it happened. I remember. I didn't, actually. I saw, like, maybe one story about it. Well, but you know what I'm and talking about, it was about, like a though. picture. He banged his head in the shower and he had that band-aid on there for like five yeah. years. Five years. Okay, it was like two and a half months, but still. Oh, yep. There, there you go again. Quick to the I'm negative. Just saying, oh, just kill me now. A kill spry... me now and elect Elizabeth Warren the president, guys. Uh, just, just kill me now. It's over. All hope's gone. I mean, you know, a spry young, a spry young man. This is the same guy who was like an avid Obama supporter at one point in time, guys. Just remember that. Uh, he had he had a sticker on his car. No, I had it on my bike. I, I had to go peek. Oh, okay. Web. He had it on his bike. He had a, he advertised the sticker. Hey now. He bought into that narrative. Don't forget about that. 2008 was a heady time, right? Mm. Back then, we believed that guess, Obama guess, guess was which, a progressive unifier. Guess which? No, not me. Guess which one of us never voted for Obama either time? Guess what? It's not Todd. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and now, just as someone in 2008 may have said, oh god, who was even running then? You know, they... It was McCain and Palin. No, but before that, in like the primaries. Who were the other Democrats beyond, like, uh... It was, uh, Hillary? Um, I think Biden ran. But, like, when, when Mike Gravel said on stage that uh, Vietnam and Iraq veterans died in vain, that was when I knew that his admittedly far more fledgling campaign than Bernie ever Gravel never stood a fucking chance, though. No, like, but at all. It, that is how bad I feel like this heart attack is. No. It's as bad as if Bernie literally had a stroke on... You know, in terms of, like, public perception, in terms Remember of PR... Remember this, guys. Remember this. I'm going to play hey, this recording back. In I'm just like, talking purely from a marketing PR perspective. From a year from now. It's bad for a candidate I'm, who's dealing so with know, criticism Todd, from being, quote-unquote, too old. I want you to send me this clip so I can send it to you, like, on a semi-regular basis and remind you how wrong you are. It's not good for a candidate who's already facing like criticism for being too Obama. old. Quote unquote. Just like you're wrong about Obama. Wrong how? He did win. I was wrong. I was right about him being the eventual winner. Oh boy, that yeah, that took a lot of like uh, a lot of uh, as for brain him power. actually. Uh, oh, I wonder if Obama's gonna win. <laughs> as for him actually, uh, you know, like doing any of the things that he said he would, you know, that was a, a little bit less of a a lot less. But you know, a lot less. That's what you fucking neoliberal scum. It was a lot less. That's what pe that's what causes people to get left pilled into full blown commies like me. So trust me, I'm I am not trying to be a Joe Biden and suck Obama's zombie cock over this one. But, you know, I'm just saying. If I was Bernie's campaign manager, I'd be shitting my britches over this fucking heart attack thing. You know, you can spin it all you want to. That that could just be the bargaining stage. 
It's not that bad, guys. In fact, he'll come out even healthier. He'll be double energized now because of the stent in his heart. That's literally the, the line that I'm hearing. But that's, it, that no. happens. There, but, doctors yeah. have said that's what happens, you dipshit. Yeah, except that I know people have had heart attacks and stents and shit, and that's not what happens. Not usually. Oh, you know better than doctors then, I guess. Because, well, you know, you've seen more people with heart attacks well, than doctors. Well, his doctors keep revising the story. First it wasn't a heart attack, now it is. And that's his doctors saying that. So what's going to be next? Oh, it wasn't severe, but now it is. Now we did these no, enzyme profiles. No, they've never said it was severe. That's what I'm saying. They said it wasn't. But then maybe tomorrow they come out and say, oh, we did some enzyme blood. We did some blood No, they haven't. Tests. It's been days since that happened We did anyway. his pro-time do you even know what pro time is? He's See, so quick to jump into the Anyone out guys. there who knows anything about yep, cardiac Todd, Todd health. Knows. Yes, anyone out there who knows anything about cardiac health knows that I know more than you do because I know the word pro time. Yep. The uh, guy who sits at his desk knows more about, more about a trained medic than car about cardiac health. Well, do you know what pro time is? That doesn't prove anything. Oh, okay. That's what I thought. Actually, to tell you the truth, I don't know if I could uh, define that right now. Pro time. I think it's like how long it takes your blood to coagulate or something. But, uh, yeah. My mother had a lot of heart attacks, so I think that's something she has to get checked pretty regularly. And trust me, that shit's nothing to be taken lightly, even if it's a quote-unquote well, minor one. Not, but... And I mean, if that was my grandpa, I wouldn't want him to be fucking, like, doing people's plumbing or some shit, or driving, let alone running for fucking president. And of course it's not gonna take lightly, because nothing he does is taken lightly, but you're, you're, you literally were saying it's a nail in the coffin. And that's a vast, it's a, I mean, generally... he... Large he might not die from it. Maybe. Hopefully. Oh my god. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Are you... You're just wanting him to die for it now, aren't you? Just so you can say you were right. No. You're just like, oh, yep, see, I knew I it. I would never... Oh, come on, Elizabeth Warren. I, stick it in my ass. Peg no, me. I would never wish oh, anything... Oh, so... I want it so bad. I would never oh. wish anything but the best on my beautiful bald-headed baby oh, boy, Bernie. Oh, give it to me, Warren. Give me your war horse cock, Warren. I mean, you know, I think... It might just be time to get ready to mm, eat that shit sandwich. Reform over revolution. Reform my asshole to the shape of your fucking pegging cock. I mean, you know, <laughs> I'm not saying the polls are perfect, but I would like to see Bernie's trajectory post-heart attack. It's not going to be good. He's certainly not... We can all agree he's not going to go up in the polls from this. That's not happening. The best case scenario, when he, and he needs to go up in the polls, because now he's in third place, which is bad. The polls have been deceitful, though. He has a lot more voters, and I think the polls are letting on. They're already, we already know they're biased against young people, which is a huge part of his base. He's, he polls high, he, he, he's more popular with fucking college kids. And also, Mexicans, 
and black people. Well, well, I certainly don't think that Bernie Sanders will be like dead in the next uh, few weeks or whatever. I do, you know, well, let's not put too much weight behind what we're calling my opinions. Backpedal, backpedal, backpedal. All I'm really trying to do here is voice my concerns, and you know that I'm not a concern troll when it comes to Bernie's well-being. It's just a matter of, you know, if, if that picture with Leanne Tweeden doing the, the boob thing and a couple of little accusations were enough to get Al Franken kicked out just because the perception that he was a lecher the reason at why, a moment the in time why at a moment Franken... in time when it was the perfect opportunity to pounce on that right now we're coming off of Biden's eyeball we're you know coming off of all this other shit this is the perfect wrong time for Bernie to have a heart attack no it's not and uh, not that there's ever a right time and I've certainly got my fingers crossed that everything it's works not. out. I've certainly got my fingers crossed that everything works out for him, but I'm I'm concerned. And on that note, we'll be right back. He had other senators coming out, like fucking Kjellstrangjörgjöbwan. Yes, but, uh, you know, I wouldn't be a bit surprised if, uh, you get all the get well soons now, but... And that, and that's... That is a fair point. That is a fair point. And, uh... You know... America loves an underdog story. I think if he comes out of this and even just keeps doing what he was doing before if not with more energy because you know he doesn't have a blocked artery anymore in his heart uh, then um, he can not only recover from this but gain from it as well yes. he's, he's they, they've already talked about how he used it to turn attention to Medicare for all, like literally posting uh, in the hospital bed about, well, I was lucky and the only reason I did this because I have good health insurance and this is why people, why we need Medicare for all. And welcome back, everyone, as we were discussing. And that tweet went fucking viral, by the way. <laughs> as we were discussing during the break, um, yeah, the, the, the uh, Al Franken thing did have the weight of uh the majority of the senate a lot of senators that now regret of course hindsight 20 fucking 20 regret kicking him out god 
But it's just... God, I really hope this, uh... You know, doesn't just turn into an argument about Bernie's fitness. That's not where I want this to go. But that's where I fear it going because people already call him crazy Bernie and say this and that and blah 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 even though they're perfectly willing to vote for Mr. Electable Joe Biden supposed quote unquote electable even though he's isn't he older or like the same no, age he's like two years younger really uh, Biden, yeah I think Biden's like 76 Bernie actually comes across as younger and yeah even with the, even with the heart attack healthier but with the his, neolibs... His, his brain's still definitely still more intact. But with the neolibs and a good portion of progressive sellouts that you're trying to accuse me of being going over to Warhorse, um, uh, that, that almost sounds like a fucking uh, like Pocahontas-type insult, doesn't it? Calling her like Warhorse War. I mean, I know it's not, but like... Well, I'm I'm referencing that, in I mean, in in relation to her being uh, like, being at d doing the bidding of Raytheon, which is a military contractor. So it's definitely uh, based in reality. Yes. And the, and there's it's not like some it's not like her. it's not a sourced from from like racism or some shit like that. Like Warhorse Warren no. is a legit insult. Like. Yes, it's uh, more than fair given her uh, neoliberal background, which is uh, quite disturbing. Yeah, I was right, by the way. Uh, Joe Biden is 76. So about two years younger than Bernie. Yes, surprisingly, because I thought I thought he was uh, I thought he was uh, uh, younger than Biden too, just based on his mental health, and his overall fitness. I mean, the guy shoots fucking... You see him playing basketball every, fucking everywhere he goes. I mean, while Biden can barely get a sentence out without forgetting the term of some word or the or the name of... <laughs> the name of the president he was vice president under. President, president my, boss. my boss. Oh, my God. Yeah, uh. Sanders is 78, Biden is 76. Believe it or not... So, okay, maybe, maybe posting that he was automatically, uh, kaput on, uh, Facebook is a little harsh. Bit, but... a bit of a reactionary, reactionaryism right there, Todd. I just don't have any faith these days, you know? When, uh, in a world where Donald Trump wins, then I expect everything that can go wrong to go wrong. I think uh, Donald Trump winning can ins actually can inspire faith. It gives me a little hope that people are uh, people are finally getting tired of uh, corporate uh, corporate politicians. I mean, they went you know the wrong way, but that was only because uh, that was only because Hillary got the nomination. I th I think I legitimately think to this day, and I think it's pretty pretty not, pretty pretty rational like conclusion that if sanders had won the nomination he would have won president he would have won the presidency and sort of an ironic gift of the magi situation where everyone's trying to figure out what everyone else wants without saying it and so they always pick these bland piece of shit moderates like hillary clinton that yeah, really everybody thinks you're a nobody. fucking pundit. 
Well, this she's just the most delectable one. She checks what, what boxes. Ma- right? What makes her so fucking electable? What makes her? What makes people like her? Nothing. Nothing. What? So why do you think? Why do they think she's electable? Well, she's so middle ground. So that means she'll appeal to everyone. I'm like, no, it's the exact opposite. It means she doesn't appeal strongly paper, to anyone. On paper, by the measures she has that they no thought base. were important. She, Hillary Clinton, has no fucking base except maybe well, in have. the bo- bougie circle. Yeah. And even then, they like a lot of them would fucking vote for any Democrat. Well, that's her base. That's the same as Joe Biden's base. He's just so electable. I'm like, really? Why didn't you vote for him over Clinton in uh, in 2008? Well, that's kind of the point, though, too, is that a lot of those people are coming around to Liz now. And that's why... Yep, voting for her is... Uh is comparable is like is like shopping at uh, Whole Foods or uh, using uh, paper straws to them. It allows them to feel good and make them f- f- feel like they're doing the right thing, you know, by going a little farther left. Well, without right. actually accomplishing any change and affecting the problem whatsoever. All those Raytheon contracts make me think she's more of a metal straw. No, her for, her foreign policy has already been like based on what I've seen is already like very middle of the ground Democrat, like not very far off from like Hillary's foreign policy. Regime change is good. Yeah, she's Let's spread she's very. Democracy. I will give her this. She's very anti Wall Street, very pro regulation. But she she is she does the bidding of a military of military contractors. So. And a lot of, and even her current, her current campaign funds come from PACs, from military contractors. She funneled it through her, uh, her, her Senate campaign, her last Senate campaign when she, you know, when she was still senator. Well, she's still senator, but when, when she ran in Massachusetts. And let's not forget that she was a big fan of Reagan and Bush back in their day. Yeah. It just begs to question, question like, where she actually stands and where her morals are, and yeah, it's she's not she's not the answer, not for uh, any legitimate uh, working class people. No, but sadly, I have more and more of a hunch that she's what we're gonna get stuck with. But let's uh, turn over to. More lighthearted news from uh, figurative bloodsuckers to literal ones. You know, we got a president in there who, uh, his big selling point is that he's authentic, right? And uh, that's something that none of these Democrats, Liz Warren, I'll give her credit on that point. She does come across kind of folksy. I think people see her as being very authentic. Bernie obviously beats everyone out of the water. Just blows them to smithereens with his authenticity. But, uh... When it comes to Trump... Behind his no-straight-lines, curvaceous, centaur, forward-leaning, dumbass, everything... He betrays his true hatred... Or just, you know, how much he looks down upon 
and fears the fictional teeming hordes of brown people pouring over some border in the Middle East that wasn't even in the U.S. in some video that they edited and he puts on his Twitter. My point is, Republican voters are used to having these Republicans run for office who say that we're going to round up all the illegals and force them to build the wall for free and then whip their asses till they climb it and go back to Mexico or, or whatever the fuck else. And then we're going to ban abortion, too. And then we're going to sentence anyone who tries to have an abortion to life in Mexico. Ew! You know. And, uh... And they they come up with these, uh... Dumbass policies to win over these voters, but they never actually implement them. They never actually follow through. Whereas Trump has actually given them... You know, uh, Guatemalan toddlers in cages drinking poop water. And, uh, you know, for a sadist, you know, results are what they are, you know. You hear a little kid crying, Mommy, Daddy, help me. And you just, you know, you just get that smile on your face going and you just, oh, it's energizing. Am I right? You know, you know, when you see that happening, it's just like, oh, thank God these illegal people are having this happen. And, yeah, these um, lawbreakers. Yes. It's these, only because they broke the law that this is happening. I actually uh, was in an argument with a guy, and I was saying, you just like seeing brown people in cages drinking toilet water, and you're a sadist, and you're a bad person. And, of course, he tries to argue that, uh, you know, they're illegal. They don't have any rights. You know, you break the law, you get the consequences. Yep, and they're then not, I they're said, not citizens. They don't have any rights. That's what they like. That's what they like to say a lot of times because they're not citizens. They don't have any rights. Which you is can, the Fourteenth Amendment would have something to say about that. Yeah, you can use that justification to literally like commit genocide. Whoop! Well, they weren't citizens of In our fact, country, so we uh, we we were legally able to just kill civilians in other countries, right? I'll bring they up the Fourteenth Amendment. Um, but he said. You're right, I like to see lawbreakers get the blame, blah, blah, blah. And so I said, so you admit it. You do like to see brown children forced to drink toilet water. And the thing is, he didn't have any further answer to that. He just uh, sort of... Go figure. You know, yeah, shoved off with his tail between his legs with a lot of people laughing at him. Um, Let's see here. The 14th Amendment to the U.S., all persons born or naturalized in the United States and subject to the jurisdiction thereof are citizens of the United States and of the state wherein they reside. No state shall make or enforce any law which shall abridge the privileges or immunities of citizens of the United States, nor shall any state deprive any person of life, liberty, or property without due process of law, you know, like a trial, nor deny to any person within its jurisdiction the equal protection of the laws. And if you want to play, you know, the fucking semantics game and say, yeah, they're equally protected by the laws that say they're illegal and need to drink shit water in cages. <laughs> Take that, two-year-olds. <laughs> 
Oh, man, just thinking about it really makes me laugh and smile. Oh, thank God for this country. Um, yeah. Oh, God. But Trump, unlike the rest of them that just try to use that racist fucking xenophobic bullshit to win votes, he actually, uh, means it, you know? And these are people who literally view Hispanics as being sort of subhuman, in a sense. Particularly if they're not born on this side of a mm, imaginary, they get, they, invisible and they, line. And they get to use the, uh, the uh, term criminals to cover up their, uh, their fucking closeted racism. Because, well, they deserve to be treated that way because they're criminals. They're criminals, yeah. But then, how exactly do they keep getting here is the question. Who is uh, paying for all the illegal immigrants to come here? You know, aside from, uh, of course, George Soros, who just has trillions of dollars and literally pays for everything everywhere. I don't, we, we, I don't even we, like him. We, uh, we know we know for a fact he pays that much because, you know, go, of course, as you all may know, if you paid attention in the past, we are, in fact, on the George Soros payroll. Yes. All hail J Daddy Soros. All hail Daddy Soros, one of us, one of us, goobble gobble. <laughs> yes, um, you know, between our million dollar paychecks from Daddy Soros, which, uh, by the way, Georgie... Which is why we're starting a shitty podcast. <laughs> yeah, Georgie, you're running a little late on the payment this month, so get that into me. Thank you very much. Uh, you know, what's happening is, it's not the immigrants fucking you over, it's the companies that hire them it's the people like donald trump that pay them a dollar an hour to fucking be maids in your hotel room and cook your food and shit they are literal capitalist bloodsuckers and i mean literal literally because farm as propublica uh reports here geez we just really fucking love propublica these days don't we for a good reason. They're an amazing independent media source. It's uh, kind of like PBS, but without uh, the coke suckers. Mm -hmm. um, dead or alive, you know. Uh, let's see. Pharmaceutical companies are luring Mexicans across the U.S. border to donate blood plasma. Um, companies offer high payments. Uh, high should really be in quotes there. And yeah, a whopping $400 a month. Yes. And bring a friend bonuses to Mexicans who cross the border on temporary visas to donate blood plasma. The Is U.S. offers weaker health protections for donors than most countries, including Mexico. <laughs> That's a fucking accomplishment right there. <laughs> Um, well, it's like it's like somebody lobbied it for to be to specifically get money out of people in this situation because of course in the U.S. we have one of the highest monetized healthcare systems in the world so plasma is literally like worth a lot of fucking okay. money here. This is like some I'm just imagining them like hooking up these like Mexican immigrant families in this warehouse facility and like have you you guys ever seen pictures of what they do to horseshoe crabs 
Like, oh, we, we yeah. farm their blue blood because it has, like, a highly antibiotic properties and other and stuff like that. Oh, God. Just, Can like, you... got them, like, attached to IVs and just draining them, like, and just collecting their blood. Just, like, shit like that. But with, They're like, probably doing it in, like, the ICE detention centers right yeah, now. I, dude, I w would you be surprised if you found out we were farming plasma from fucking Mexican detainees? Not only would I not be surprised... I would expect them to come out and say something like, we only did it to the children because it made them groggier and easier to put to bed. Okay? Yeah. We're just doing our jobs here. We're saving, we're saving American lives now, with this blood, guys. Just the, remember that. We're talking about, uh, kind of laughing about the fact that Mexico has stringent, more stringent uh, blood donation standards than the U.S. in terms of how often you can do it and the quality of the donation. Um... You know, a lot of Americans rather chauvinistically assume that Mexico must have a shit health system, you know, being the, the horrible, deprived third world nation that it is. Um, what do you reckon the life expectancy is in Mexico? Take a wild guess without looking. Give you give you a hint, guys. It's it's really not a significantly lower. It is seventy seven years is the answer. In the U.S., it is seventy eight point seven years. So a U.S. citizen, on average, lives maybe a year and a half longer than an average Mexican. In other words, not a huge difference. They are in pretty much perfectly good health compared to us in fact i think the u.s average life expectancy was lower than mexico's is now just a few years ago i remember yeah, it being the, like 76 this, years this statistic is from 2016 by the way guys just so you know for yes. those who can't the audio listeners but yet i hear these trump tards talk about mexico like it's fucking liberia like um, I actually had one old boomer lady tell me to go put on my hazmat suit and greet the immigrants because they're going to bring in the smallpox and they're going to bring in the typhoid from Mexico. I'm just like, uh, oh, Karen. Her, I don't know if her name was really Karen, but her name was Karen. Oh, Karen. You know, you really fucking think that Mexico has fucking smallpox outbreaks in the year 2019 yeah hold on what who was it that had a massive out multiple ma measles outbreaks yeah. because of anti-vax dipshits mexico has a way better uh percentage of uh vaccination a way better vaccination rate than the u.s does frankly they are probably on track to be in better health than us in a very short time span. Well, if you look at the just the 2016 graph right now, Mexico's uh, health is only going up, whereas you see where it's about to meet. The U.S. health life, life expectancy is actually in a slight decline as of recent years, where Mexico's, it, it arches a little bit, but it's always going up, where right now it looks like like previous years, maybe in like 2013 or 2014, the life expectancy was higher in the U.S. Yeah, I think it has actually gone down slightly. If any of you uh, playing at home want to try this, just Google Mexico life expectancy and you'll get a neat little chart with a slider that you can play with and 
You can see all about it. But now, uh, even with us locking them up in camps, their life expectancy to is still bleed higher. them to <laughs> bleed them dry like horseshoe crabs. <laughs> they're living longer even if they're drinking toilet water. Let's see Genesis, or maybe she pronounces it Genesis, a 21-year-old Mexican studying to be a paramedic, who asked that her last name not be used for her protection, said she gives plasma twice a week in El Paso, Texas. She said she often faints, gets migraines, and has numbness in her limbs. The more she donates plasma, the weaker she feels. I have trouble lifting stuff, problems with my muscles. And and she's literally like in school, like to be a paramedic. And and yep, all because and these uh... and cap these these capitalist literal fucking bloodsuckers, these pieces of shit exploiters, would literally tell you that they're doing them a favor by paying them these comically comically contracted shrunken fucking uh payments of four hundred dollars a month yeah for, for not only for just four hundred dollars a month but four hundred dollars a month from them giving too much plasma a month like too much plasma like they're over donating which is why she's feeling like this and she uh, unfortunately you know she's uh stupid enough to uh trust healthcare professionals in uh, you know, in deciding what's good for her own health and telling her if it's okay for her to donate plasma. Well, how how dare she? Well, studying to be a paramedic, I think she might know that it's not uh, the healthiest thing for her. But I think she. Well, you just... would know that just from the symptoms, but obviously there's a there's a level of desperation there, you know, needing the extra money over your own health, which is like, which is the just a perfect example of like our current capitalist system right now putting uh putting desperate because you're so desperate putting the need for money over your own health it says here that they talk to more than 50 plasma donors and most use it to cover food electricity diapers and clothes because a typical worker in juarez mexico right across the u.s border makes nine dollars a day and you know why they make nine dollars a day because American companies hire Mexican citizens both in Mexico and in the U.S. at artificially, like, lowered wages. This is all common sense to anyone who's ever worked a blue-collar job. Mm -hmm. And if you're really dumb enough to think that voting for Trump is going to fix it when he literally hires illegal immigrants to work in his fucking tower and shit... You know, it's just, like, do I really have to fucking spell this out for you? Like, do I really have to sit here like some sort of fucking liberal and tell you how fucking stupid you fucking sound when you say that? Like, can you really not put one and one together and add them up to two? You really can't figure out that, you know, putting the fucking corrupt billionaire in there is just getting rid of the fucking middleman? Oh, you know, the politicians always sell to corrupt rich guys. So let's just elect one directly. He'll be uncorruptible. Mmm. Oh, my God. Yeah, the, the factory that I, uh, that I used to work at actually had a, 
a lot of migrant workers that uh, didn't have that weren't citizens, but they had work visas. But the companies that they worked for, they did that they did work for in the United States, but still paid them like Mexican wages. So they were getting paid like basically slave wages. And these companies existed in the United States. The only reason they they were these people were even able to like live in America is because the companies paid for their, like, hotels while they were doing work here in the factories. Oh, God. It, it's wrong on every level because, you know, it, it, it literally fucks over everybody except for the rich business owners, the rich, the, the rich capitalists, basically. Um, if you're an American worker, you're getting fucked out of the wages that you've come to expect... And uh, you're being fucked out of your collective bargaining rights. You're being fucked with at-will employment laws. Or, sorry, right-to-work laws. And you're being fucked by having your job either outsourced, replaced, or automated. And at the same time, immigrants are getting fucked because they have to come here for a shit job. And have to undercut you, like, ten times on the pay. And... You know, and you are being led to believe, hypothetical right-winger who has somehow listened to this show through to this point, to even be hearing me make this point, um, but you've come to believe that they are somehow the ones that are just in charge of their own destiny, so perfectly, truly not working under duress in any way, you know, not at all like you, you know. No, you know... I can't even fucking talk about this anymore. I'm fucking drained on this shit. Well, do you have anything to wrap this shit up with, real? Because I'm just fucking over this episode and think we're an hour in. I'm ready to move on. Remember, guys, Nazi vampires are bad, okay? And on that note, bye. I was wondering where that sound was coming from. I was like, is my point music outside?